We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. We don't need it on. We don't need it on. Hope you don't say nothing. Welcome to Get Your Popcorn Ready Podcast. It's your host, Hatch, and my boy. Welcome to Get Your Popcorn Ready Podcast. This is me, T. This is the real host. Hatch is in the building, ladies and gentlemen. We have coming to the show today. Today we have coming to the show the lovely Jamel Hill, right? Former ESPN journalist, if you will. Uh, Absolutely. Right? I know her from... Uh, uh, days at ESPN, um, you know. She was on the one show. Uh, what show were you on? Uh, his and hers. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. But she has a number of shows to her credit, uh, along with First Take, mm-hmm. uh, SC6, mm-hmm. uh, Outside the Lines, uh, the Sports Reporters. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. 2018, she was Journalist of the Year, uh, voted by the National Association of Black Journalists. Could she be uh, said to be controversial? And we go find out. <laughs> Somebody thinks she's controversial. I'm saying she could be. Hey, I mean, you know. But I like it though. She's uh, she's fiery. Um, mm-hmm. She believes in what she believes in, mm-hmm. um, and she takes that freedom of speech to heart. Mm. Um, she's a real journalist. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, very opinionated. And, uh, yeah, she has a lot of information, uh, very educated, um, mm-hmm. went to Michigan State. State, go Sparty. March Madness, go Sparty. So just a just a phenomenal black educated woman. Nice, nice. Coming to the show, Jamel Hill next on Get Your Popcorn Ready Podcast with your host Hatch and my boy T-Zero. Subscribe on the Himalaya app or wherever you get your podcast. <laughs> Yeet. It Welcome to Get so Your Podcast wet. Ready it Podcast so with your wet. host, Hatch, and my boy. This is T.O. right here. Get your popcorn ready. Subscribe to the Himalaya app or wherever you get your podcast. Yeet. Swipe up. Yep. Swipe up. In the building today, we have the lovely Jamel Hill. <laughs> <laughs> I love how you, you rolled that L, man. I'm going to roll like, a little bit, I right? Appreciate yeah. it. I appreciate that. Well, it's good to be here with you guys. And Thank what you. platforms are we, do we have our show on? Oh, yeah. Say, call them out. So, I know we're on Himalaya. Yeah. So, where are you at? 
Ah, I am on Spotify. Spotify. I've okay. heard of it. Okay. All right. <laughs> you know, we we all family though. Yeah. We yeah, all family. Yeah. So welcome to the content family. Content yeah, family. Absolutely. There it is. Right? Spotify. Shout out to Spotify. <laughs> Shout out to Spotify. <laughs> They're gonna really love this. Thank hey, you guys. <laughs> I, got, I, I got I got my music on Spotify. I oh, love it. okay. Trust me. Go ahead. I got a Continuous nice, is free nice, advertising. Nice playlist. <laughs> A nice playlist on yeah, Spotify. What's your top three on you? I'm gonna see what he listened to. What's your top three I'm, on I'm your gonna, Spotify? I'm gonna right show now. you. Gonna, hey, let me show you. Every, no, like, my like when I'm in my house and I just put on some music, just some chill vibe. I didn't music. ask you to. I just want you to know your three. Okay. You can't say I. You can't. You can't, you can't give you. the explanation, okay. right? I'm what gonna, what you listening I'm, I'm to? Gonna show you right now, so we now. can judge you real quick. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Don't have. Oh, no. and guess what? My top podcast. Look at that. Look who's look, on there. Look at that. My face. My man. That's what I use. No, my not man. your face. My this face. Jamel. Jamel Hill. <laughs> That's my this. face. No, I'm finna get you. I'm finna show you right now. All right. My likes on this is some of what I listen to. Sabrina Claudio. Ooh. I know you have no idea who she is. I know. So Sabrina Williams. <laughs> what? <laughs> who, who's who's Sabrina Claudio? I, look, I'm old. I don't know. Like Janae Iko. Okay, I, I love you. Oh, I know that Janae. I know that Iko. Man, what are you in the, uh, doing? House music dances in the in the no, living this room? Is, this is, that's that's Janae Iko. This is this is Sabrina Claudio right here. Let me hear. Let me hear. Man, no You're word. a mellow guy, huh? Yeah, just chill. I'm okay. chill. Okay, all right. Me off the field. I'm chill. Listen, this is you. This is you. This is Sabrina Claudio right here, too. Leave it on there, right? This is you at home fixing a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, listening to that music. Okay. All right. That don't mean he grown, though. That don't mean he grown. That just, that's, you can't listen to music like that all the time. Alan Stone. Check Alan Stone out. Yeah, we're about to pay a whole bunch <laughs> yeah. for this music. We're about to pay a whole bunch. That's the, whole, hey. that's the yearly budget on this last 30 seconds of uh, snippets. Hey, <laughs> hey that, that's, that's, Look that's, at you, that's, Mr. That's, Chill that's, R&B. That's my, that's my Spotify list right okay. there. Okay. And it gets better. <laughs> I, I don't know. It gets no. better. Only if I'm listening to R&B, the only thing I want to hear is New Edition. That's it? That's, that's all I want to hear. Oh, well, that's one of here. Hey, don't be hating on my little New Edition, <laughs> BBD, <laughs> Bobby Brown. Cool you know what I'm saying? Because if I put that thing on right now, you know oh. everybody is up. Yeah. Don't oh, get it man. twisted. No, that's pretty good. Don't I mean, I feel like my musical taste, I kind of stuck in one time zone or time warp, I should say. Oh. And like a lot of them, it's so much music and so much content. It's like, right. it's very hard to keep up with. Right. And, you know, especially I think streaming services have made it harder because on Spotify, if you if you're listening to an album and the album's over, they just roll you into similar some, music. Or something. Really? Similar music. Yeah. So you can stay in your zone, in mm -hmm. your box, and never come out of it. Yeah. And that's why I find that somebody will mention a group. Mm -hmm. um, R.I.P. to him, but I had never heard of Pop Smoke before he died. Really? Did not know who he wow. was. At I, all. I think I'm I'm with you on that. Yeah, and, 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 and unfortunately, it's been a lot of people whose names pop up and I'm like I have no idea who this is right, and right. so it, that's the, more the, the kids know the kids know <laughs> right. it's, it's just because I'm 9,000 years old that's yeah, yeah, hey, I'm 9,000 man we all all right? of us I'm, I'm, I'm still listening uh, to all the, the mid 90s late yeah, 90s R&B I like, like the fact that Tank is still trying right you know, he's keeping the only, you know, yo, only one huh? yo Tank is out there <laughs> I know, like his music sounds good yeah, yeah, absolutely what yeah it's, it's banging it's not banging I have a Tank Playlist too. Wow. Oh, well, there it is. I, I mean, hey, well, well Tank, too. come on the show. We gonna let you play the, the, <laughs> your little Tank oh, trust playlist. Me, he already knows. I will rank it out. We play when on we 
<laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. Now that was fire. Yes. That, that was fire. Right? Was yes. That was good. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Johnny yeah. Gill got a new album out. It's like, Johnny Gill got a new album? Yeah. He rolling uh-huh. over. It's it, look, it's, it, look, y'all better, y'all <laughs> better not disrespect Johnny Gill up in here. He ain't passed away. Bro, he ain't done nothing in so many years. He's only playing. I think it was like just last year or the year before. He had the number one R&B song in the country. I did not know yes. that. What, what was that? Yeah. Um, I'm Put struggling. I'm putting you on, I'm putting you on a, <laughs> Game Changer. is. This is Game Changer 2. I think that's the album that okay. he has really? out now. And I know all this because, see, I interviewed Johnny Gill, all okay. right? But all I right, always Johnny, respect. Kept up, okay, you kept got, up with his music, okay, you know? You got so, the scoop. You got the scoop. <laughs> I, I tried. <laughs> He's had a lot of music since then. Just okay. so you know. I'm still stuck in the new You're still ed- stuck hey. in that time zone. Did you, did time you see the, um, the, the new edition story on BET? Loved it. Loved it. it and then the Bobby Brown, the Bobby Brown spinoff? Yes. Amazing. Loved it. Did you watch the T? No, I haven't yeah. seen it. I haven't no, seen you gotta see it. You, you gotta yeah. see it. While you at home, cut your music off one of these nights <laughs> and put on the three-part series of the New Edition story. It just took me right back okay, to, to check it out. calling the girl on the phone for the first time. Yeah. You know, Pretender. Like, all, you know what I'm All that. It just took Man. me right back to 12, 13 years old. No, yeah. but what, the, what was really interesting about it is that it, it showed how we know so much more about celebrities and musicians now mm. than we did then. Yeah. It was all kind of drama going on with New Edition and nobody that nobody, nobody knew. knew. Yeah. I didn't know that it was a big fight that broke out when they were on tour with Guy. It was like, what? Right, like, right. Y'all happened? fought Guy? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> they yeah. fought. I it was, had no idea. This it, is news to me. They yeah. got into a fight on stage, yeah. uh, New members of New Editions with themselves. They got into a fight on stage. Like, it was a whole... Yeah. A whole list of dramas Man. that happened that I had no clue was going down. And if that were to happen today, it would have been all over Twitter. Oh, it would have been viral. It would have gone viral. It would have gone viral. Yeah. And even Bobby Brown, his I didn't realize he started experimenting with drugs that early. I mean, I knew yeah, before yeah. this uh, this biopic came out because I read his book mm-hmm. and he talked a lot about it. But um, I I just didn't know that he was that troubled that young. But those mm-hmm. are things that you just didn't know about celebrities then. By right. that extension, Whitney Houston, same thing. Right, is that right, um, right. she was marketed as this kind of Black American princess, mm-hmm. right? Was, and, yeah. Yeah. And, and she was like a Black Barbie doll. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, For real. that was her. And we found out later, obviously, like some of the the drug issues she had and other problems. But more mm. importantly, people looked up and they just realized. Oh shit, Whitney is hood. Like she's yeah, from New yeah, Jersey. She, yeah, like right. for real for New real, Jersey. Right, like right. she was yeah, hood. That chick. She yeah, was that she chick. was that chick. So it was just like, oh, she went from singing, I wanna, you know, she was Miss I Wanna Dance with somebody. And then mm-hmm. like, oh no, Whitney could fit in quite well on Love yes, and Hip Hop. <laughs> yeah, she is loving hip hop all <laughs> yeah, the way. Yeah. So so you being a journalist, mm-hmm. is there anyone like that has passed and you're like, man, I wish I could have, you know, did more with them, had more interviews with them, or kind of sat with them in a longer, you know, interview Same. type? Yeah, it's hard for me um, because it's still fresh to a lot of people. It's hard Mm. for me not to think about Kobe Bryant. Absolutely. I mean, and I had two really good. I had two good sit downs with him um, uh, when I was at ESPN. Mm -hmm. One I did for ESPN, another I did while at ESPN during BET Awards weekend in 2015. Mm -hmm. And he was just the kind of person because he was so smart. And the way he thought about the world and the way he critically thought that that's just somebody that. You know, you just wish you could just have spent more. more time with. Mm-hmm. And uh, even now, I mean, I know we're we're weeks removed from it and um, it, life does go on to some degree. It yeah. still just does not feel real. Yeah, it's, 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 it feels like it, it had that that really didn't happen. Right, right. Um, right. 
And yeah. so, uh, yeah, I mean, that's that's somebody who immediately comes comes to mind. I wish now from just being a fan, mm-hmm. I wish I would have been able to see uh, Whitney Houston before she passed. I never saw her in concert. Really, I saw no, Michael right. Jackson. I saw Prince. Never saw wow. Whitney Houston. Wish I could have seen. Yeah. Wish I could have seen Luther Vandross. Mm, yeah, Never. Yeah. And he's a guy Like his name Does not get brought up enough Like oh, when we start no. Talking about great R&B no, singers no, no. Luther Luther out here Alright If yeah. there's somebody Over Unless 50 like 60, go, That's what I'm saying Unless you 60 <laughs> They go curse you out If you don't know <laughs> 70 little, yeah. little Luther And Big Luther, Luther They go right. curse you You have to out. go through the, the right. Both of them yeah. Both phases yeah, Right yeah, Exactly You know And it was just it, But his name Honestly It really doesn't Get brought up enough As being one of The greatest If not right. Maybe the greatest R&B singer Luther. You know ever it's Luther, Lufa yeah. to some Lufa, of us, right? Yeah. Oh, Lufa, <laughs> that's Andros. right. Barry White, Bear, man. Listen, Ooh, stop. Listen, Secret stop. Gardens. What Secret, you know about Secret <laughs> Gardens? God. Man, Quincy had everybody on that one yeah, album, man. right? Oh, yeah, no, nah, that's like yeah. good stuff. So, so you're doing, like I said, you're mostly in the the sports realm of the journalistic side. Mm-hmm. Were you ever trying to get over to the more of the entertainment musicians, actor, actresses? Well, side? what's crazy is in what I do now, and um, I'm sure. I mean, you guys, uh, you very easily fit in that lane is that even though they may know you for sports mm-hmm. necessarily, you guys are into whoa, whoa, whoa. sports. Well, you got a hold on. Yeah, she you said we. She said no, us. Okay, I'm sorry. Did I did, no, I, misspe- did I misspeak? Yes. You can't say we easily. You, I can, this I can this, is, yes. this is the problem we're having. <laughs> this I, is the problem we're I having. Can easily insert somebody up, in y'all, a couples lane. Couples therapy. Is that what happened? You can't insert somebody in a lane. You don't even know enough information about him. Hey, you know what? To put him in my lane. First of all, first he ain't in my lane. He ain't in my lane. We are both not on the top one. So we in the oh, same boat. We are oh, in the same really boat. Did. We both in the Hall of Fame, right? Who? Not the, I'm not in the Hall of Fame. What Hall of Fame are you in? You're in high school and my college. Okay. college. Okay. Okay. Hall of so we both in the <laughs> a hall of shame. Is well, what this one, is. A, one of us at this table has a gold jacket. Thank and you. I even got on, and he's wearing exactly. it. Actually. And it's not, just, exactly. not me or you. Right. So, but you know, you no. you guys, what happens is that when you have a platform like this, and a, and you're doing this particular medium, it opens up the possibilities of you having conversations with a lot of different people. Mm-hmm. So on my, you know, podcast I've had, I've had actually very few athletes. You know, um, I know. Yeah, and the thing is, that's because. You're so well versed in other, other things. things outside of sports, which I admire. And this whole thing, this newest platform, Jamel Hill, is unbothered. How did this come about? Tell us about, tell the people out there about <laughs> yeah. unbothered. Well, um, you stop some, bothering her. She some, tell you. some people <laughs> may have known that or may have. Uh, of heard or remember that I, I left my job at ESPN. Mm-hmm. I have to underwear, underline the word left because people keep trying to say I was fired. I'm like, right, no, exactly. I left. Let's That's get a difference. that clear on, Let's on get that right home. now. She left. They I left. They didn't left. pick her up left. and throw her out the building. They didn't, <laughs> they didn't fresh print her. And, right. you know, no, I wasn't like, eh, no, it wasn't <laughs> like that. You want left or left? L-E-F-F. And most importantly, left with a check. There okay. it is. Exactly. Those are two important things, right? Absolutely. So um, once I was turning the page on my ESPN career, I, I thought very carefully about how to branch out into mm-hmm. different mediums. The great thing about sports and what it afforded me to do while I was there and just throughout my career in general is sports touches everything. Absolutely. Right? And um, that's why I'm so aggravated by these people who 
uh, say that, you know, politics and sports or uh, larger issues in our country and sports should not be related when they're mm. completely intertwined and they mm -hmm. always have been. So when you have conversations in sports, a lot of times you're talking about racism. Mm -hmm. A lot of times you're talking about sexism. A lot of times you're talking about misogyny. A lot of times you're talking about, um, you know, basic labor issues. Mm -hmm. Okay. I mean, big one going on with the NFL right now. And so these are wider reflections of what happens in society. So yeah. you find yourself, though, you're talking about the game. You're not really talking about the game. You're talking right. about other things. Mm -hmm. And that allowed an easy entry point for me um, to express my opinion in other mm -hmm. areas. And so when I left ESPN, I wanted to work for entities that, frankly, were not as tied to mm -hmm. the leagues as ESPN Absolutely. was. Yep. And there, even though no one... No one in the C-suites ever came to me and said, hey, you you can't say that about the NFL or you can't say this about this person or that person. As they say, what's understood need not be said. Mm. And the reality is that it is it can be tricky sometimes when you're right. working at ESPN, they're in business with the NFL, NBA, all the leagues that mm -hmm. you have to have honest, unbiased commentary sure. on. Absolutely. It can put you, um, you know, there can be some awkward moments because of it. Working for not just, um, you know, Spotify and having Jamel Hills unbothered was one part of the plan. The other part was to return to writing. And that's why I chose to uh, write for The Atlantic. Is The mm -hmm. Atlantic is a political magazine. They're not tied to any of the leagues. They mm -hmm. wanted me to cover um, the intersections between sports, race, and gender and culture, mm -hmm. which is something I had been talking about for years. And, you know, with Unbothered, with the, I wanted that to be an interview platform where I talk to interesting people, no, mm -hmm. not people that agree with me, people right, who I find right, to be right, right. interesting, willing to share truths and, and vulnerabilities so that other people mm. could not just learn, but they can also maybe respect something about that person that they learn something, learn something that they yeah. didn't really know. And that's the beauty, I think, of a podcast format is that. When people choose to download you, they're choosing to spend a lot of time with you. Mm -hmm. And yeah, there's no, they're not choosing to have things in sound bites. They're choosing right. to hear full, open, honest conversations. So that, that's yeah. why that was important for me. That, that I like that. The sound bites is what has gotten me into yeah, a lot of trouble. Yeah, a little bit, right? Yeah. And then, as you said, you know, a lot of, especially throughout the, my career, I, there's been moments where I've had to try to, I guess, clean up some situations or explain my side of the story, and it was never told in its totality, entirety, because they took snippets or sound bites or clips from an hour and a half interview, and nobody ever got to hear the full thing. Right. right. So then they took the negative parts out, and then you got like a panel of like four or five people commenting on that sound bite, which made it even worse. It didn't even do anything for me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's, it's tough, though, because unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately, in TV, I was about to go in TV, you are up against time. And yeah, so exactly. you, you, if they say we got six minutes for this story, right. you got six, six minutes. minutes. And it's right. just it's nothing you can really do about it. You and may have heard you may have said something incredibly enlightening mm -hmm. and that would be profound mm -hmm. or for that matter, would give different different context to right. a situation. They just probably ain't got time. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And that's what, what dude, that's what was my Achilles heels. I don't even know, like now looking back on it, like if I knew what I knew now, I would have never done it. Because <laughs> you would have never done the interview. I don't know, man. You, know, you, <laughs> you would have never done the interview right. or just like in general. No, the interview. But you would have did the interview. Got, no, because I never really got the people never got to hear my side of the story. They, okay. Because again, like okay. I said, they created a narrative. I was like this person in the locker room or I did whatever. They mm -hmm. never got to hear me explain what why I did why I did. 
So, so, so it only compounded the negativity. I got you. And so the like I said, the media portrayal of who I am, like I said, it's not factual. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I'm like I said, I'm for me, I know I'm not a bad person. I don't have to go defend myself, but right. when Some, I've come, sometimes when, you're bad. But when it consi- when people are consistently saying I'm this and I'm that and, yeah. and I know that I'm not, then that's what gets me. But you know what might have helped you is social media. That, now, I know media. that's yeah. what I'm saying. Back, yeah, that might have yeah, helped you. Right. Exactly. The platforms that we Create have now. Right? Mm-hmm. Exactly. It would man, it would You could have gone directly to the people. Exactly. Right? You just you could have just been on IG live uh exactly. doing them push-ups by yourself <laughs> in your driveway. Exactly. You didn't need the media, you could have just had right. that. I got my own push-ups. <laughs> that's right. So, leaving ESPN, did I think do you feel good about your departure? And I think for for like number one, would it be because you stuck up for yourself, you spoke up for yourself and freedom of speech. Uh, are those some of the things, I, can, I guess, upon leaving that you feel, I guess, not vindicated? I, but no, I, f- I feel good about the way that I left. We did not part on bad terms, um, even though I think it was, you know, we've all been in relationships where you, they always say that before you actually break up with somebody, you've been thinking about it for about six months, mm, right? right? Mm-hmm. And so I think it was one of those things yeah. where I had been thinking about it for a, a while and there was some feeling that nobody wanted to be wanted to be the first person to Bad say, God, can yeah. we break up? Right, <laughs> right, right. right. <laughs> you know? It's going to be miserable and sleep on yeah, the couch. Like, yeah, like <laughs> for a while it was like that. It was like, okay, I, I'm sleeping on the couch and ESPN got the master beer room. It's all go. good, you right. know? And so um, I, once, you know, we kind of got over that part of it, which was, you know, largely like during the, the Trump controversy and then a, a little bit right. after, once we got over that part of it, um, I think they're, they they were sincere when they said that they wanted me to stay. But mm-hmm. I think they knew it was best for me to leave. And mm-hmm. I knew it was best for me to leave, right. right? Because not only given what it felt for me to be there now, uh, mm-hmm. but also because I saw the possibilities outside of ESPN. They were right. just right. too big for me to pass up. Mm-hmm. Um, and by big, I don't necessarily mean money, although it was some definitely some money for me to be made outside of ESPN. I mean, in terms of growth. autonomy, growth, mm-hmm. creative freedom, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. things that I really wanted to experience, the opportunity to do some things in entertainment and politics, mm-hmm. other stuff. Mm-hmm. And that was for the first time since I had been there. And I was there 12, 12 years. years right? Yeah, that's right. a long time. Yeah. So take us take us. It's the longest job I've ever had. Right. So take us back to where when you started. Like, yeah. You know, how well, that whole process I mean, started. when I started, I mean, the reason, um, and T.O., you'll find great irony in this, is that the reason um, ESPN hired me or the job became open is because Skip Bayless was leaving his columnist job. And, <laughs> <There> <laughs> right, I was like, I, I knew you'd love to hear his that buddy. name again. <laughs> so Skip was, uh, he was a columnist for ESPN.com. I was a columnist at the Orlando Sentinel. I was the mm-hmm. only black female sports columnist at a daily a major daily newspaper in the country. The oh, only wow. one. What? In wow. no- and not just America, in North America. Wow. It's wow. 405. It was 405 daily newspapers. And I was the only one in North in America and Canada. That and it was crazy. like, that wow. was it. That is crazy. Right. Which is an embarrassing statistic. And Absolutely. it tells you everything you need to know no. about the media. Right. <laughs> right. So, um, so I was coming from that. And I didn't come to ESPN to be on television. I came there to write. And... I, you know, they hired me to be a general sports columnist for ESPN.com. I started doing more TV stuff and one thing led to another. And it was, I started doing TV full time candidly because the money was so good. Mm-hmm. Um, look, uh, I remember when they, when, when he was there, when NBC gave Matt Lauer a new contract, 
$25 million a year. Mm. Fridays off. I was like, if that's the money mm. you can make in TV, I'm on I need, the way. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right? I need to what? be in TV. Right, okay? Right, right, you right. saw what they just paid your boy Romo. Romo. We were just talking about 17 it. 17 million? Like, that's yeah. what I'm talking about. Yeah. For him to tell TV. you what he what they're going to run, they're, they're running to the left. That's it's just film study. That's yeah, all exactly. it is. Film well, study. a lot of it, I mean, you know, and... I I tell people this all the time because you run into Joe Sixpack on Twitter mm-hmm. or whatever, right. always trying to tell you what they know about right. the game. Mm-hmm. And I've told countless people, I was like, look, as much as I've been around football, been in some film sessions or whatever, they have forgotten more than I will ever know. Right, okay. Right, right, right. So then what he's telling you are things that for a quarterback of his caliber, or really a quarterback just playing professional football, mm-hmm. is basic that's knowledge. Basic knowledge. And yeah. that is not to shade Romo that, at no, all. Yeah, exactly. That's every player. Because he's giving them great insight. Absolutely. But it's basic. basic. <laughs> yes. All he's doing, yes. he's Calling basically, the front he's say, playing yeah. the game without taking any hits. All yeah. he's doing is just dissecting the defense. Right. But he's but, reading but the defense. But that is worth $17 million. That's, that's what crazy. they're saying. It is. It's that's worth it because... I need to go run some routes. <laughs> in go, the booth. No, you need to go talk about it. You need to go talk about what, what you're doing. I need to run in it the about, in the booth. booth. Run it in the booth. Exactly. So that's all it is is insight. I think mm-hmm. this is where the average fan, they always get players... You know where I think is is very disrespectful, but they're both them and coaches, is that they don't understand that you all study the game on such a level, right? And you all you see where you can exploit every defense. You mm-hmm. see it all the time, right. but that don't mean you can do it, exactly. right? Like exactly. everybody sees it, it. During, right. during that you five seconds. It's hard to do, do it. it. Right. right? We everybody just ain't. You know how I many people? You know how many defensive coordinators stay up late at night trying to figure out how to stop Aaron Rodgers? Uh, everybody. everybody, like it ain't new, world, okay? Right. Right. But and, the difference between good and great and even great to otherworldly right. is so minute. Yes. You know, I used mm-hmm. to, when I would watch NBA practices all the time, guys that by when they end the game that can't shoot, you would literally see them in practice making like a hundred straight shots. Absolutely. Like, yeah, and that's you just like, people, yeah. <laughs> you see them yeah. do this right. and then they get to the game He's, and it's not the same. It's 20%. Or right. their level of not being able to do something versus what somebody can do at LA Fitness, it ain't the same it's thing. It's not even close. Pros, so, pros versus jokes. It, oh Absolutely. my God. They mm-hmm. literally mm-hmm. do not understand mm-hmm. that it's such a, it's such a finite line between being good and being great or even being yeah. average and being good. Like it's a yeah. very Absolutely. thin line. Absolutely. I try yeah. to explain that a lot to kids, you know, especially on how I got to be who I was like, I wasn't good in high school. I mean, I, I admit that I was average. Mm-hmm. I was, I had the potential to be on the, or make the team. You know what I mean? Uh, there was 13, 14 guys on the basketball team. I was probably that 13th or 14th guy. If that coming off the bench. And that usually is like, if we're blowing somebody out, you know what I mean? <laughs> you so, were the human victory cigars. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> Football. It was the same way. I hmm. sat on the sideline, my sophomore, sophomore, junior, senior year, t- tugging on my coach to put me in. Hmm. But his assessment of where I was at that time didn't allow me to be on that football field. Yeah. And that's what motivated me because I was, dude, it it hurt mm-hmm. to go through pretty much two a days, the season. Go get the water, T. <laughs> right. Game that you game that you drive. Give me your helmet. Hey, you ain't playing. Give me your helmet. It's so crazy. You know, yeah. you, you driving up to the stadium on the bus, you see the stadium in the horizon, everybody's filling the stadium. 
closer you get to the to the uh, to the locker room, you start smelling the hamburgers, the hot dogs, <laughs> the popcorn, and you knowing you ain't been to play a lick. <laughs> you, right. you, you, might well you might as well go eat. You might as well go eat with the, with the Dude, in the stand. Not him about to play a down. Yeah. And then you go through the pregame. You warming up. You doing everything else like everybody else. And then for come, four come quarters, to the sideline. Four, four hey, young quarters, man, come on over here. I'm sitting over there cheering. You know what I mean? Ben, man, I, that's what motivated me to get wow. to where I am. Uh, I can't relate. I started every year in high school. Yeah, I can't relate. Yeah, I can't relate either. You know what I'm saying? I was, I, was a, I was a dude in high school. I'm sorry, buddy. You know what I'm saying? Well, that's cool. I'll let you be the dude in high school. He's like, but what happened after high school? Exactly. ain't how you start. That's how you No, no. It ain't how you start. It's how you finish. Um, yeah. So, yeah, so okay, you started there, right? Mm -hmm. 12 years ago. So what was going on before you got to uh, to ESPN? Well, a lot of times that people, when they see you on ESPN, they think you were like born there. Exactly, <laughs> right, like, right, right. Not, there, was, there was a grind to get it to was, ESPN, It was right? definitely a grind. Um, I had been in newspapers for about a decade. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I started off, my first job out of college, uh, when I graduated from Michigan, Michigan State. State, yep. right, yep. mm -hmm. Um It's March, so y'all already know Sparty. what's going on. Uh, Sparty, Sparty in the house. It's about to be March our time. Madness. I'm, I'm going with the Zags, <laughs> Michigan so y'all know. State, huh? Yeah, it's about to be our time. But no, I my first job out of college, I was a general assignment sports reporter at the News and Observer in Raleigh. Okay. And so I was there for about two years. Went uh, back to my hometown paper, the Detroit Free Press. Worked there for six years covering college football, college basketball. Mm -hmm. Did the Olympics. Uh, covered the NBA playoffs. The Pistons were really good then. They won the title in 04. Mm -hmm. And so I did a lot of NBA coverage around that time because they were they were so good. And, mm -hmm. you know, I never really thought about being a columnist, about giving my opinion. But it was hard not to notice that a lot of the columnists, they were uh, the highest paid writer usually on staff. Mm -hmm. Mm. Um, they had a lot of visibility. They were getting the book deals, the radio shows. They were on shows like Around the Horn. Mm -hmm. So, so give give us the definition of columnist, and then what you were doing prior. So, a columnist is somebody who gives their opinion, right. and it's right. a reported column. Like you know, I make, I still will, you know, come to practice and interview. Uh, you know, somebody like T.O. And then... That's but, what Skip Bayless was. That's what he was a columnist. Okay, yeah. Okay. yeah. And Stephen A., he was a columnist mm -hmm. in Philadelphia. Okay. And so you still come and you talk to athletes and that kind of thing, but you have your opinion. Like if my opinion is that, you know, the Eagles mishandled T.O., I mm -hmm. talk to T.O. and we talk about it, mm -hmm. but then I'm still forming my opinion around what I see and what he said. Mm -hmm. And that gives you a lot of power as a columnist because... Your face is on your column. So mm -hmm. you become inextricably linked with your yep. words. Yep. Like you become as much as a story as what you're saying. And I was making the leap from just being a reporter saying, okay, this is what happened. This is why it happened. Here are the people and what they said about it. No opinion involved mm -hmm. to suddenly putting my thoughts, opinions, feelings out there. And when you do that, uh, you... You invite a lot of criticism, Absolutely. of course, because yeah. the fans react to what you say. Players and coaches you cover react to what Absolutely. you say. And my personal motto was always, I'm never going to say anything about an athlete in print or on TV I can't say to their face. Mm -hmm. If I can't say it to your face, I don't need to write it. Right, 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 right. right. And so that having that kind of line and boundary, you know, it was good because it, it and it wasn't that I was afraid of conflict. I mean, because it was plenty of athletes that wanted to cuss me out of about course, things right, that I right. wrote, but they could never say I wasn't fair, right. and they couldn't say that I didn't give them an opportunity to voice their displeasure about what I said. Because mm -hmm. you know, the the journalist that groomed me said, "You write something about a dude. If you tear him down, you show up in the locker room the next day." 
Mm. Right? Right. And Mm. then, and unfortunately, in today's media world, a lot of that is lost because. You have a lot of people writing opinions from far away yes. or saying things. I mean, I, I at ESPN, it was a little more difficult because I'm on TV every day. So I'll say something about a guy. I'm not going to run into him the next day. Right. I will run into him eventually, eventually right. or he will get word to me right. that like, yo, I got a problem with what you said. And, back. You know, and that's, that's how Kobe and I got cool is that I said something on air about Kobe. Um, this is when... Uh, this I forgot who wrote the piece. I think it was like the New Yorker, but he had said some what I thought to be kind of uh, you know he he had some comments about Trayvon Martin mm-hmm. and his case that I just I thought were wrong. I mean, mm-hmm. and I said that, and I okay. just like I think he was channeling a little too much of his own experience in the court system mm-hmm. and not real not thinking enough about the fact that this young man went to the store to get snacks and was murdered, Mm -hmm. right? Right. And so these are, this is a child that was killed Mm -hmm. by somebody who decided to do that. And uh, he and and before before we could even get off air, Kobe had sent me a DM, two of his reps had emailed me (laughs) and he was like, call me, (laughs) right? No way. And yeah, I wasn't like, I went on there and just like went off on him. I was just like, it it was tone deaf, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. and I just, just speaking from the experience of, of knowing, um, you know, just what kind of trauma that is for young black a men, kid, to, a kid mm-hmm. to see is like your life can be right. taken out not by a police officer, no. but by a overzealous neighborhood watch type of dude who yeah. just decided that he was going to take somebody's doing life. Doing too much. Doing way too much. Doing too much. Right? And didn't do enough, didn't do any time for it. Right? Dude, so this is all the backdrop. And so I called mm-hmm. Kobe. We had a great conversation mm-hmm. um, for about 45 minutes. And and fast forward, and I'm I'm not saying this to, to take any credit for it, but just to say one of the things I appreciate about, you know, that exchange is we were trying to learn from each other. Like, it wasn't like mm-hmm. yelling at each other for 45 right. minutes. It was like really an honest— Growth through the process. Yeah, a calm conversation. Mm-hmm. Conversa- yeah. Fast forward to him and Vanessa uh, showing up at a Trayvon Martin rally awesome. later on. Oh, um, awesome. and And donating to— uh, the fun that helped his parents and doing, uh, he, he right. put himself out there. He started being way more involved and active in these kind of issues. And so, nice. um, but that part is missing though, because it used to be, that used to happen quite regularly in the sense of like reporters and athletes could kind of go at each other, mm-hmm. coaches, same thing. And then I just forget about the shit the next day. It's just like, all right, man, I, I didn't appreciate it. You didn't appreciate it. Right. Cool. We move on. Maybe you're mad at me for a couple of weeks and I can't talk to you, but eventually right. we all get over it. Right. 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 Kind of not that way anymore is that you see, I see a lot of people um, on TV, digital publications say things about athletes that I think are very, um, they're not just questionable. I just, I think they're really, they're really in really bad taste. Yeah. yeah, It's one thing if you have an opinion about how somebody plays, things to the game, but you know, people start talking about what kind of parents people are and just like all kind of things that have nothing to do. uh, First of all, experiences you can't speak from. Right? Right, right. Like, I don't know. I don't. We have to keep reminding ourselves we don't know these people. We may talk to them. We may see them play. But I don't know you. I don't know what goes in your house, Mm -hmm. on in your house. It ain't none of my business. Mm -hmm. All right. Mm -hmm. And I think it's it's not enough people Mm -hmm. who are minding their damn business. Right. right. (laughs) Now, now you do you like the the sports? as much as you like the writing or do you like the writing as much as you love the sports? Well, it's, it's the journalism that I like. Right, it's right. that uh, the opportunity to ask questions, to tell stories, um, to get to the heart of things, to get to the truth in things. If you think about some of the things that we would not have known as citizens 
um, as people, if not for the diligent work of journalists, it's, it's really kind of a scary thing, you know. Mm. Um, even now, as everybody's kind of dealing with this coronavirus and yeah. all oh, that, man. there's a lot of really, yeah. you know, uh, credible journalists, like, trying to get to the truth of what our response should be and, mm-hmm. you know, how we should protect ourselves. But, um, you know, for me, it was just about that that part of it, is that I, I love sports because I, I played it growing up. Mm-hmm. I watched it growing up. And I love the stories, um, you know, behind a lot of the athletes and just what competition, what it said about people. I love that the fact that sports, even now, you think about how divisive we are as a country. We mm. we don't worship together. Most of us eat with people who look just like us. We don't do a lot of things together, together. in mixed right. company except sports. That's, that's it. it. That's, that's, bring, that's, that's the only arena. That, that's what us brings us together. together. Yeah. Yes. And so that part about it, I think that's why I— Love to write about sports. That you write. That's the only thing where we feel like we see eye to eye, mm-hmm. and there's harmony. Yeah, I mean, it could be people that can't stand each other, but if y'all all, you know, root for the Cowboys, I mean, y'all yeah, all root for, for the, the Cowboys. Cowboys. Right. Yeah. And then as soon as they leave that stadium, be, right, you know, it might be on again. <laughs> it after, might be wrong, you know? but you know, in yeah. that in those moments, in, in those that, hours, hours good. yeah, exactly. Good. Within those hours, now that the, uh, the the chapter is closed with with ESPN, like, what are you most proud of during your time? And I know, I think the first time I met you, we I came on, was it his and hers? Yeah, his and hers. It was yep. his and hers. You weren't married at the time. We'll no. Get to, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. So you, were you the her? Yeah, you were. All right, go ahead. Go ahead. I just want everybody wow. to know I'm not responsible. Wow. <laughs> Still, not wow. responsible. Um, yeah, actually, that is what I'm most proud of is his and hers. And, um, you know, Michael Smith, as you, as you know, is a— I was on that. Yeah, T.O. was on there. That was—that's um, one of my my dear friends. And we created something, you know, we were selling tapes out the truck. Man, really? at noon, on ESPN, wow. yeah, We was trying. We I'm was, sure y'all had people calling to be on the show. <laughs> well, you know, you'd be surprised. We did—we did, we did have a lot of really good guests, and we were fortunate— that most of the guests that came on the show really were into the show. And they liked the fact that, unlike when you do, you know how it is when you do a car wash at ESPN, you pretty much ask the same <laughs> thing. Yeah, you have to do it all day. All day yeah. And the car wash is just, you come to ESPN, you're on all, every show. Every, and yep. it's a great publicity tour if you have mm-hmm. something you want to, you know, promote, sell or promote it, yep. or whatever. It's great for that. Besides but it, yourself, but go ahead. <laughs> well, yeah, that's what you're, that's that, what you're promoting. You, that's part of promoting. That's no, part besides of, yourself. Promote something besides yourself. <laughs> That's part of promotion. No, we don't. No, promote. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's all good. So, nevertheless, um, you know, we we were a fun show, and we did a lot of things on TV that they told you you're not supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we did skits. I drank the a forty. Oh funny. my god, the sketches that was, was funny. Hilarious. The Ice Cube sketches. That was yeah. the best one ever. We did yeah. Boys in the Hood. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I drank a forty on national yeah. TV. A there real forty. So, <laughs> um, not that I had any experience with that or anything. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, you know, that was wasn't even acting. Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, I was like. You, know, you heard it. She got I used to, she got drunk on TV and got fired from ESPN. Not, that's how it all not, happened. That's how, that's you're a, right. That was the beginning of the downfall. Um, and you uh, heard it here. You right, heard, that's right. Breaking news. Jamel breaking Hill news. Got drunk. Um, yeah. And I was often like to mess with my friend Carrie Champion, who was playing Ice Cube's mother in that particular sketch. Mm-hmm. Yep. I was like, so you was just acting like yourself. We didn't even need to give you a script. <laughs> I, I got she, this. She was like flicking that cigarette. Yeah, Carrie does not smoke. Right. Right. <laughs> but it was just fun. But we did a lot of fun things. We broke a lot of rules. We did mm-hmm. everything unapologetically. And 
for that, we are really proud of those moments that we were able to have and and the type of culture that we were able to create. We were the culture and we were mm-hmm. on television doing these right. ridiculous things. And people yeah. were relating to They that. were. Yeah. They were. And so, um, you know, that, that I will always be proud of. I don't look at uh, a lot of people would say our short time in, in, at Sports Center. You know, I'm pretty sure we we have the record for shortest stint ever on the six o'clock Sports Center. <laughs> I got three weeks. <laughs> <What did> you- <laughs> Look, I made it about ten months. Oh, all right, all ten right, whole right. months. Okay. Um, so his and hers did that transition to SC six. So Sports Center 6? what happened was that they we were muddying along just fine on our show. You know, uh, doing our thing. And the execs came to us and said that they wanted us to do the 6 o'clock Sports Center. Mm -hmm. This was not a job we pursued. They asked us to do it because Mm -hmm. they liked... The content. Yeah, they liked the things we were doing at noon. They thought they were trying to, at the time, have more personality branded Sports Center. Absolutely. They had successfully launched Scott Van Pelt Sports Center, which is... You know, his personality is him. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it's, it's really a Sports Center. So they wanted that to kind of be the model for what they did with us. And... Initially, when they came to us and asked us to do it, we laughed, like legitimately laughed right. because we're like, we're not anchors. I mean, <laughs> like, we can anchor. That ain't us. Yeah, right. That ain't really us. us. Like, you know, we're over here, you know, selling tapes out the truck. We right, just, right. we doing our thing over here in this small studio. So um, the more we got to talking, uh, they seemed to be very open to bringing the same things that we did on His and Hers and bringing them to Sports Center. So we thought... Pretty good marriage. I mean, you we go from a very small studio to a $17 million studio. Our staff yeah. quadruples overnight, mm-hmm. not to mention a few more zeros added to them checks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you yeah, know? You so it was like the come up was real. We yes, were like, yes. yeah, we made it. We, <laughs> you know, um, moving on up. Totally moving on up. <laughs> and I was like, uh, in fact, um, uh, Mike and I had <laughs> dinner uh, recently with some other mutual friends of ours and you know, we were both laughing at the fact that, you know, I mean, yeah, I, I believe in being fiscally responsible, but I'm going to have some hood rich moments. And that's just going to happen. It's going to happen. It's going to be what it's, it's going to be. Happen. It's going to slip. So, sure enough, that bonus check cleared. I was like, brand new Maserati. I was like, say something with some ribs uh, and black math. You know, say something. We, you, know, you know what we call that? We call that new money. Right? Oh, no, that's definitely so, new money. Oh, so, I was a new money move right? for sure. <laughs> but I, I tell people all the time, it's going to happen to anybody. Yes. Because it's like if you're just a regular person, right, you got, you're got you going to have three friends, right? So whenever you get new money, right, let's say you take a trip, right? You're going to have three friends to take a trip with. You can't fly coach. You got new money. We all first class. Who wants you know to do I'm, that? Who wants to do that, right? <laughs> you get to the hotel. You, you, you land. You're like, okay, I used to go ahead and taxi, but we got new money. Limo car service, right? <laughs> you get to the hotel. Dang, usually you have a regular room. Not even the, the, the lift black or no, lift no, premium. No, no, You're right, like, right, no. You Excel. Know, you know what I'm saying? You Excel. You know, like you limo. get to the hotel. You usually get a regular room. You got new money. Sweets for everybody. You know Ooh. what I'm saying? That's new money. That's what you would do. Yeah. You, know, you got to have okay, a good I, I didn't do all of that. Exactly. <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> you better than me. There ain't going to be no sweets for everybody. Sweets for everybody. That's me. I don't know about you. That's about it. Yeah. I mean, I. Awfully generous somewhere. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. I done had my moments in the club. Right. Don't yeah, get yeah. me wrong. There you go. Right. Like, there you all right, go. I got these bottles, y'all. But, right, right. But no, mm. nevertheless, it was it represented uh, a very big promotion. You know, mm-hmm. this is you know Sports Center. That's that's where Stuart Scott sat and yeah. uh, Rich Eisen and, mm-hmm. Dan, and you know Dan Patrick and you know it's just a Linda long Cone. Linda oh, Cone. Yeah. It's a long yeah. story list of, of anchors who have done this show, mm-hmm. and we were trying to bring our our personal touch to it. 
but I mean, you know, it the the reasons it didn't work out were just that creatively we were just on different pages. Right, and right. Mike and I had our idea of what we wanted to do. They had theirs. We tried to establish some common ground. Sometimes that worked. A lot of times it didn't. And so every day just was a fight mm-hmm. all the time. But wouldn't you have that discussion before you would? But see, you know what I'm you saying? Know, here's you the thing. That you would... uh, it's, it's, and I know you guys will ask me, but not, this does not represent my marriage, but I know we'll talk about marriage lately. But it's like when you hear people say that the moment they got married, the honeymoon's over. Everything changed. Yeah. Right? Yeah, it's like yeah. going into it, they heard, yeah. oh, you know, I'm going to never do you wrong that, and yeah. this, that, and the other. And, you know, saying maybe, everything saying you want to hear. You wanna hear. Yeah. Like maybe before you got married, you know, he was doing the dishes and taking out the trash. After you get married, he like, you got it. You All got right. It. <laughs> right? Uh, yeah. So right. things, things changed. Yeah. And we also had a major leadership change that occurred, mm-hmm. um, you know, early on in our show or doing when we were still in that filling out process. And, um, they had a totally different way that they wanted to do things that was not really the way we wanted to do them. Well, y'all started. Yeah, exactly. it was It was like, uh, you know, when a franchise quarterback gets drafted and then the next year they fire the GM. Right, right. And yep. then the head coach. And the it's head like, coach is And totally then somebody comes you know, in and they want you to run offense. You don't right, run. Right. You don't like it. It's you not are conducive familiar, it's to right. your skill set. Correct. Yep. And so that was kind of where we were with it. And look, contractually, we could have kept the We could have... Kept, kept going, going. on. Yeah, because right. we were contracted to do the 6 o'clock Sports Center for uh, three years. Wow. So we didn't have to. That's why I kind of laugh when people are like, you got fired. I was like, I left because I wanted to. Trust right, me. Right, right. <laughs> the, the contract said I could have stayed and collected as many checks right, as right. long as I was there. But, you know, it, that would not have been gratifying. It was a waste no. of my ability to do it. And mm-hmm. so um, Sports Center just... It was a lot of conversations that were happening in sports. I didn't feel a part of those conversations because when you're doing Sports Center, it's more like the evening news of sports. Mm-hmm. You're not really giving your opinion, which is what Mike and I had done from day one. And, um, you know, that just wasn't the case. So, you know, I was just like, I got to tap out of this. And um, I, even though everybody was just like, are you crazy to leave Sports Center and this and that? I was like, nah, for, for my mental health right, and for right, my right. spirit, I Absolutely. got to get out of here. It, I right. like the fact that you said that, that everybody's in your ear saying you can't do this, telling you, same with the Hall of Fame. Oh, yeah. That <laughs> guy right there. I, cause he's my friend now, on real, yeah. one of my best friends. He, Not and then, today. And then, <laughs> and then, uh, I, my guy Doug Doug Sander, who does does a lot of marketing uh, and branding for me. Those are the first two guys I can I consulted with first, and so they both. They say, like, T, no, you can't do can't that. Can't do dog. that, dog. Oh, You're and an my other guy, just just to kind of go out on the limb, cause I heard it from him. He was like, no, T, you can't just not go, man. Then I heard Doug when he was the same way. So I'm like, well, man, maybe I'm making a mistake. Mm. So I said, let me let me just revisit. Let me let me ask somebody else. So I go, I drive all the way out. Went out to Foxes, yeah. Went out to Jamie Foxx. Yep. Jamie Foxx sat me in that room. Yep. <laughs> you can't do it. The, the yeah. 1972 yeah. Cowboys. <laughs> and oh, right. talking about the fourth. <laughs> he talking about the history of the game. And yeah. people that can't, like me, I didn't yeah. even know. Trust me, I, we, people have heard this countless a number of times, I didn't even know I would play beyond the collegiate level. So he started telling me about the history and almost like the forefathers of football. Yeah, yeah. He sounded like yeah. Al Pacino any given yeah, Sunday. Yeah. You gotta fight for that speech. itch. It was that speech. <laughs> that ain't my inches. That's what it was. So I didn't want to disrespect and I'm like, and I, and I valued his opinion. And so I'm sitting in there, we sat in there for about an hour and he just giving me the spiel. So we left, 
Mm-hmm. I left. I got off. The, I got in the car. I looked ahead. I said, "Shit, I still ain't going." <laughs> you like that I wasn't said, enough? Yeah, I said, "I heard it." Man, I Willie Beeman just told you to go. You, like, no. you didn't hear what Jamie just said, yeah. man. I said, "I took it for what it was." I, I tried to, you know, digest everything, and I said, "I said." I still ain't going ahead. But yeah. see, here's the thing, though. This this is how you know you made the right decision. You probably, um, I'm guessing you would have regretted it had you gone. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Like, not regret. Like, if you would have, you wouldn't have felt right that whole weekend. No. He would have been mad You would have been mad the whole weekend. And everybody would be like, oh, he's a jerk because he was mad. He was not a jerk. He was just mad at the moment because right. he was there. Because you weren't having the moment the way you wanted right. to have And the then, moment. like, just even stuff that I had found out prior to going there. It was the information over time that I found out. And I was like, right. the Hall of Fame, it's not fair for what they do to the Hall of Famers as far as making money off of them and them having to spend that amount of money, money yeah. to, I mean, to have makes, their own party. Makes yeah. no sense. And then when you it talk no to sense. David Baker about like, you know, you ask questions like, why why doesn't the NFL kind of help with the, the celebration of that? They don't put any, in, no money, no nothing. Like we are the they players that make, up the, that make up the NFL. They try to disconnect themselves from the Hall. It's like their own entity. It is And I'm like, entity. how is that possible? Because we are the guys that we're the product. You are the Hall of Fame. <laughs> right. yeah. yeah. And we make up the NFL what it, it is today. Yeah. yeah. It blows my mind. Dude, I'm talking about, I talked to Brian Erlacher right before the week before. He called me just to be like, man, congratulations, this, that, and the other. He said, man, I wish I was you. He's like, I really don't want to go. He didn't really want to <laughs> go either. Like, they were trying to get him to sign autographs, yeah. all types of stuff. Yeah. Just, I'm like, yo. Because everybody else benefits off of that. Yeah. Play it's doesn't not, it at all. It's, so it doesn't feel like a Hall of Fame experience. No, no. no and people, I just did. Um, Mike and Dunny last night, and they asked me how did it, how does it feel? How, has it changed? I'm like, no, there's nothing that has changed in my life just because I have a gold jacket. And, and I, a bust. I thought they got hmm. a check like yep. every year for an the annual rest of their, check, an annual check from the Hall of Fame. That's and what they I don't thought get too. that. I was like, really? No, nope. that's when I was people like, yeah, think Hall of Fame. people think that, and I thought it too because I I called and checked. <laughs> you them. Like, uh, I told, I was like, you get a check, yeah, you get a check because I thought every year, every dollars, everybody gets an annual check. No. no. So so now when I'm telling you we're the same, right. we're the no, same. We're I ain't getting no check from the Hall of Fame. <laughs> I ain't getting no check from the Hall of Fame. <laughs> there you have it on my popcorn right. podcast with our guest Jamel Hill. Um, no, we, we still going. I just always throw that in there. All good. Um, so take us back a little before, like I said, when you were playing sports in high school, we like mm-hmm. to kind of always bring in like where you got your work ethic or where you got your dedication or your discipline. What so, sports did you play though? Uh, I played fast pitch softball. Okay. So uh, okay. I was a big, baseball was my first love. Um, okay. You know, and so I told you I was 9,000 years old, man. Yeah. <laughs> During the time. I played when, every sport. And, and of course, you know, in the neighborhood, you know, played a little football. Uh, I always had a really good arm. So okay. even when I played in the neighborhood where we played football, I was always a quarterback. Wow. Because I could throw. And okay. um, we can throw. He can't. Throw. He's very <laughs> unathletic when it comes to cool. throwing the ball. But go ready. Cool. He's I'll, like, but I'll, I can I'll, catch it though. <laughs> that's, that's all that matters. That's <laughs> First of all, he would not be my quarterback. No. I would, psh, I, look, he would not be my look, quarterback. Whole, Everybody no. that can throw can't really throw. I can throw. I can throw. Throw. <laughs> I played receiver just because I didn't want to play quarterback oh, in the league. Maybe Don't get should, it twisted. The way your receiver. Skill career oh. pan out. You, you know, might. Maybe I should have. Did you it. play football in high school? Oh, oh my gosh! Cut that. Cut. We no. don't. We don't. We, of course, I'm playing the league. 
He should have probably been a quarterback because like I was, I'm an really NFL guy. You know, I, no, I know, I know. <laughs> no, but look, his his talent is he it's, worked it's out of this world it's extraordinary. to get there. You he know what I'm saying? Really say it. It's extraordinary. It's not extraordinary. You do sound like pa- it pains you it to say does. it. <laughs> exactly. so dumb. No, because like, honestly, I, no, we, we, I could be, I honestly, I'm like one of the best athletes that nobody ever really knows that's about. That's not a true statement. When you statement, talk about Bo that, Jackson no, and Deion Jackson, guys that could have played 20 seconds. 22nd time I, out. Honestly, no, 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 no. I could have, no, I'm that guy. No, you're Trust not. Me. Okay, so. Just so I make sure I'm not hearing this wrong. You are, you're not. You, you think that your level of athleticism is on par with Deion Sanders and Bo Jackson? Absolutely. No. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, it's yeah. not. Yeah, toward you the end play, of my right? Yeah, toward okay, the end of my career. You, you right? No, 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 I'm just saying. Not no. in the beginning of my career. Right. Toward the end of my career. When you think I start. You were where they were. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll no put, doubt. No, this, is, this is the reality, right? I will put you in that category for receivers only, but Bo Jackson and Deion. You have to compare. I'm not gonna them. lie, Bo Jackson. That's gonna be no, hard. No, that's, for me. that's that's. You know hard. what I'm saying? That's, that's, a, that's a dude. though. That's a different level uh, of dude. I mean, he played because he act. They actually played, played other sports. Sport. Sport. So when yeah. I just think, so had you, I, you're had only I, in the really, receiver had I box. Done that? Had I done that? But you couldn't me. have done I, that. Yes, I. You, if what? You, those who can do, you did not. If I would have pursued it just during the time that I was playing football, like I said, I just didn't pursue it as I did because you weren't good at it. Because I was still developing as a. As football player, I, I get it. So I, I didn't, it. I didn't have the talent at the time to just transition still don't into another sport. <laughs> like I could have played NBA. I could have too. No, you couldn't. Yes, not I have. look. Okay, this this is if, what he's saying. First this of all, if you said. would, you you know basketball players. I knew. First of all, all you got to do is you play. exactly. Yeah, all you got to do is ask a number of basketball players. First of all, who who he is? Number one, and I'm then that guy. Once, once they the king. once they identify him. <laughs> Compare the two. Ask him who would have made it before. What if they see us per up front? <laughs> Seeing you, they, they they really, it really is going to validate what their what they, what their guy. answer is. This guy. Y'all need to go to therapy. <laughs> <laughs> we need to call. We should have called this couple's therapy. We really should. No, we really this should've. dude. When he really wants to be on my level. Now wait, hold on. Big, 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 have you guys played each other in basketball? He will okay, not one on one. Not one on one. We played one-on-one. in the gym together. Okay, right. I Why have y'all not settled this already? Because, he because he's trash. Because he does. He is trash. All right. He so look, does not. Jamil, look. He don't look, want this smoke. And he knows it. If he the game it. is to eleven, oh, right, and if God. I'm on the other team, my team will win a hundred oh, out of a hundred. I just see team. Well, listen to right. Okay. And he's gonna have eight out of the opponents of the point we're playing. They're gonna have eight out of his nine points. Right. And he's gonna think he did well because he got eight points. No. But they lost. My no. team will win, and I'll only have six of the points. Points, but my team's gonna win because he's just gonna shoot every time, so he's gonna shoot his team out. That's not good ball. You really didn't answer the question. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I just asked Thank you, you if one on one. I ain't say teams. He, he's trash. Thank you. He's Thank trash. you. He's not very Look, good. Look, if you scared, just say you scared. Right. <laughs> but that's the thing. Just like, say you scared. But that's the thing. Just like, say you don't want to. Just say you scared. scared. Right. But no. that's the thing. He talking about how many points I had. That's what me, Kobe. That's you, what me and Kobe do. It's not you. Me and Kobe, we do. That's what we do. I almost threw up in my mouth because you're going to put you and Kobe in the Man, that's what we do. Yeah. No, we shoot. A we. <laughs> Jamil, that's what we do. We you know shoot. What? That's what me and Barbara Walters do. We ask questions. You know what exactly. I'm saying? Me and Oprah, that's what you we feel, do. You feel me? Speaking of, speaking of that, <laughs> we're going to segue, get it off of Speaking of that, you mentioned <laughs> Oprah. Oprah mm. The crossover? Get, yes. The, the, yeah, did we finna yeah, switch this? You, 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 you crossed yes. her over? Yeah, I'm crossing over right now. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> Give me your take on the Gail King situation. And, and if you don't want to speak on it, no, you no, don't no, have no. to. Um, and two parts. Give me your take on the Gail King situation and Snoop's response. So the initial response or the second response? Well, I'll go through all of it. I'll go through mm-hmm. all of it. So I watched the interview like a lot of people did. Um, and Gail... And it was only five minutes. It was. Something I mean, it, right? and it was a part of a larger. Uh, well, it was a, a a bigger segment. But the the snippet that everybody saw, saw. on social media was obviously Gail interviewing Lisa Leslie. Um, if you watch the interview, her first question is kind of benign. I mean, really. Um, and I have been asked that question about Kobe since he passed. That you know, as a woman, which I always find to be interesting because they act like men don't actually right. care about sexual assault right, right. or that why should women have to be the one to answer for somebody who was right. accused? Like, I don't even know why that we get put in that position to begin right. with, but that's neither here nor there. That's a whole separate conversation. Uh, so the first question was just about, you know, her friendship and with just Kobe. being with Kobe and whether or not she felt as if him being accused of rape tarnished his legacy, right. which mm-hmm. is not on the face of it that's not an intrusive, bad question no, to right. ask. Absolutely, right. a lot of people have had to ask answer that question. <laughs> mm-hmm. Where she got herself in trouble was that I just felt like journalistically she added too much of her own commentary, commentary. Mm-hmm. in the exchange. So when she says, when Lisa says that that wasn't the Kobe she knew, and that everything she saw didn't add up, and that's why for her it was it a did no, not it was a no brainer, no brainer, right? And then when Gail goes, but you wouldn't know. Exactly. That is, that's, the, that's what we call the trigger word. That's right. the trigger word right there. And as soon as she said that and then kept going a little bit with it is where I think the conversation turned um, just journalistically in a way that I don't... It, it was great for Lisa because I think people who maybe were asking people that, like Lisa kind of put a period on that conversation. Mm-hmm, right. So I think that there was... An, an actual silver lining that came out of it. And so while journalistically, I don't think I would have done the same thing. I didn't think it was unfair of her to ask the first question. The first question. I just thought right. after that, that might have been something that she should not have done. The follow-up, because it seemed to me like as if it was personal. Yeah, it just seemed like... When you like, kept digging. It, kept like she, she it kept just seemed digging. like she was <clears throat> digging and it, it wasn't as if... It was digging for no reason. Because right. it's not as if Lisa's just going to say, you know what, Gail, now that you said it. Exactly. Yes, right. it does. Exactly. And, you know, it's she like, wouldn't. eh, this conversation doesn't really have a whole lot of upside to mm-hmm. it. And I do think that Gail probably underestimated, as a, I think a lot of people did, they underestimated how hard this would hit people, his death in general. Mm-hmm. Well, not just the backlash, oh, yes. but just his death, death. in general. Right, right, I think right. people underestimated that, um, that it was even bigger than what people have known. Because look, in L.A., there are many celebrities that have died in L.A. Mm, Whitney Houston yeah. died in L.A. Exactly. Michael Jackson died Nip- in right. L.A. In the recent Nipsey, Nipsey Hustle. Hustle. Right. You know, yeah. so the, it's not like this community has not seen right. death, death before. before. Right. But this was way it's different. different. And way I think because she underestimated the level of, of love and what an icon that Kobe had. And I think some of it was just the way he died. A lot of it was that. I mean, mm-hmm. to die tragically in a helicopter crash with, with his, his daughter, daughter. Yeah. that yeah, just hit people daughter. way different. Ooh, way different. About, yeah. yeah. And so they were, they, even though at times Kobe has been a polarizing player, mm-hmm. that people felt very protective over him Absolutely. in this moment. And as a journalist, you kind of got to know that. Yeah. And you got to be able to read the room a little bit. Mm-hmm. And, you know, maybe that's one of those that you you ask and then you go back, you watch and say, you know what, y'all can cut that part out. 
Maybe. That too. But Maybe she that. said CBS, she said she was blindsided. Yeah, because they often by the, by when the you, network when you when you do big interviews mm-hmm. and as someone who has sat down and it's been a big interview, what they do is they they do teasers, they do cl- clips, uh-huh. and they take snippets. And these days with social media, a lot of those clips in itself become just all that people see right. because mm-hmm. so many people are on their phones now. Like not the same audience is watching and sharing television. right and sharing, sharing it over and over and yeah. over again. So if you have a really hot clip, it becomes a story in itself, Myra. and that's kind of what happened. Snoop's initial response, with all that being said, and me, you know, from a journalism standpoint, being a, a little bit critical with how she handled the, the interview, I thought his response was unnecessary. And I love Snoop. He's one of my favorite people. Certainly, um, he was one of the people who voiced his support of me when all that was happening with, with Donald Trump yeah, and mm-hmm. all that. And I really appreciate it for him. But it, when I heard it, it just sounded so harsh I mean mm-hmm. in a way like mm-hmm. I'm I mean Snoop has said harsh things about people right, before right. but this just was like <laughs> but but I think it was so different I was like oh oh right, <laughs> like, but I, to the heart right, to the heart right, right but I think that goes to your point of how tragic his death was, was. and how it affected so many people and obviously with Snoop knowing obviously no, yeah, Kobe, knowing yeah. Kobe personally mm-hmm. and then the fact that it he felt like it, she was she was talking about, talking about somebody in his family yeah, little, right. like it was it was very personal was for personal. him and that's how he yeah. reacted right um, and and that that's what caught me off guard about it is that had he just been critical and be like, yeah, you know, this and that. And I've seen him be critical in that medium of, of people before. And it's never really struck me as being super, like, it's harsh, but it's like, oh, okay, I see what this is. That, it was just like, okay. And then I think the other part of it, too, was that he may not have intended this necessarily, but he kind of called the dogs on her because right, when you yeah. say pull up, pull yeah. up, right? Yeah. A, <laughs> a I know, how, I know how he meant it, right? <laughs> but the people that, that are fans of his, and yeah. for that matter, the people pissed at her, right. they gonna take that they a whole different in, way. Right. So you in. just literally kind of dangling meat before the dogs, yeah. Right. And um, yeah, because he could have been saying that indirectly, yeah. Or I would have, but been, them goons know. But what's the up. goons, like right. I mean, and Gail even and Oprah rather, she talked about it. Like she received a lot of death threats because of this, and. And that's you know that's the thing is that he's a powerful voice, right. and yeah on 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 just some pure black shit. Yes, it was I did not like to see Snoop Dogg, or for that matter, Gail King. I did not like to see you know black the, on black. Yeah, the parents black arguing in black. front of the kids. Right, I didn't yeah. want to see that's that. It, black and on so um, I thought it was great that he went on Red Table Talk. I thought it was great that he apologized. And I know there was a lot of people like Snoopy had nothing to apologize for, and we knew what you meant. Eh. Sometimes yeah. not everybody knows. Not everybody knows. And mm-hmm. sometimes you have to again think about uh how you want how you want this to for other people to look at you mm-hmm. when you have the position that he has. Mm-hmm. And I I because I, I, I was one of those people. Um we didn't get a chance to talk. I called Snoop mm-hmm. and I was like, dog, we need to talk. Cause I'm <laughs> like, man, I ooh, mm-hmm. it's not it's not the best look, especially considering that and I've I've been the target of this before mm-hmm. that, you know, black women are targets on social media in a totally different way. Mm-hmm. And not just I mean, I know sometimes we think it's like, oh, it's, it, you know, some of it is, is racial. Yeah, that's part of it. But I have definitely been put in that grinder by my own people, so, like big time. And that and that shit is crazy. Right. Like it does not feel, feel good. good. It yeah. feel good. So we have a social status segment on mm-hmm. the show. So I know you definitely have something regarding your Twitter or Instagram that 
somebody was saying some crazy stuff for you or against you or you know, to you on social media. Like, give us one of those stories. Oh, man. Where you've snapped back. Where you yeah, oh, where said I said, something well, back. That or, was a president. I mean, you did something yeah, with Yeah, I did with that. But, yeah. I mean, hell, I could just tell you. Yeah, you, I just you can go today. Yeah. I literally just got this. Uh, I think this might have been yesterday. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, somebody said, I mean, and this happens, for me, this happens, like, quite regularly. Of, because mm. uh, I think... You know, people, as you know, it's a lot of uh, it's a lot of keyboard warriors. Absolutely, people say keyboard things, courage. Keyboard courage. They say stuff to you on social media that they would never, never say, to say to your face. Because as I often like to tell them, it's like, hey, look, I'm from Detroit. Um, I'm gonna be from Detroit. Uh, and not only that, it's just like, yo, this conversation ain't gonna turn out the way you think it will. Mm. So yeah. um, you can come with all that if you want to, with all that extra smoke. But let me tell you something. Yeah, I got some this, extra smoke I, too. I, you, if you want it, you can have it. Like yeah, for that I got matter, one left to tell you. That's my what I'm husband to does too. So <laughs> <laughs> he is a licensed gun owner. So that's all I had to tell you. Uh, so li- like literally, I just got this. Um, okay. This is a couple of days ago. Uh, filthy cunt Hope you die in a grease fire You pandering racial pig This wow. is MAGA country You dumb whore Literally just got that wow. Like two days ago now, I don't know where it's from I was right. like Did I say something right. Did I write just, something Just a regular well, like, Tuesday okay, Well good Good morning to you Yeah, <laughs> yeah I was so, like, so did you respond to that No um, I didn't um, Do you want to respond to that I mean so this is what I think I might do. And I've done this a couple of times. You're formulating your response. <laughs> oh, no, it's not even a formulated response. I like, you know, because I'm a teacher at heart. <laughs> I want them to think, was this worth it? Right. And, you know, the best way I could do that is to go on this page because they all often do. Mm. And find out who his employer is because I have actually done this a few times. Mm. And I will make sure that I send them this message. Or better yet, as I've also done before, I will put this on my own Facebook page and tag him in it because obviously he wants attention. Mm-hmm. I am happy to give you what you give asked you for. What you I'm gonna want. give you exactly what you asked mm-hmm. for. And have you asked yourself, was it worth it for me to send her that? Right. You know. And so I remember this one guy. This happened um, last year. Like he he sent me a message of something similar. I tagged him. It turns out I think he worked for was it Jared. The jeweler, I think that's Jared. Jared the jeweler, okay. Jared yeah. jewelers, the jewelers, jewelers, jeweler whatever. Jeweler in New York, yep. Yeah. Um, oh, no, the big chain, Jared. You know, oh, like, Jared's. oh, he, oh, yeah, he went to Jared. That yeah. chain. Oh, yeah, Jared. Jared's. J-A-R-E-D-S. Yes. Jared's. Oh. Jared's, right? Yeah. Right. And so he tweeted me a bunch of, or not tweeted, but he sent me a bunch of horrible messages. And so I tagged them, tagged them and tagged him. And I was like, is this what you want your employees to be saying to people mm-hmm. on social media? And they... um Immediately he got back to me. I think he got fired, actually. As well he should. Um, and while, you know, I'm not necessarily in it for vitriol, but at the same time, I'm I'm also of the opinion that, I mean, you can send me whatever you want. Free, free, speech, free speech is a thing, but it ain't free from consequences. Oh, and yeah. I tell you what, just because you have the right to say it doesn't mean I have to take it. Right, and right. Um, I hate telling younger journalists, especially women, black women in particular, who often ask me how I deal with getting these kind of things all mm-hmm. the time. I hate to tell them that they have to have a tough skin because that gives a license to the people that do it. Mm-hmm. So instead, mm-hmm. um, from just pure pettiness, I like to make an example of folks because I'm right. like, yo, you, you don't we ain't going to live in some world where you feel like you get no. to say anything to no. me you want. Like, no, no it ain't, it ain't, it ain't, it ain't happening it ain't that way. It that type no. of party. It just, no. It's just not. <laughs> okay, not today, boy. Yeah. Not I mean, today. Yeah, there, there's, there's no place for it. Again, you can you can have it in your, like I said, have it in your mind all you want, but, but you know, just think before you hit sin. 
sin. Yeah, the moment, I mean, a lot of these people, like, they always do it thinking, oh, she'll never respond, blah, 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 nobody will see it. I see it. And me trust, too. right? See you see it, right? And trust me, y'all gonna catch me on the wrong day, and I'm gonna catch me to, outside, huh? Yeah, I'm gonna live to make an example out of you. So you decide before you want to send something like that. What do I have to lose? Because mm-hmm. I tell you what, I got some money. Mm-hmm. Your ass might. So we gonna see. Preach, right? Pastor. They <laughs> we are gonna see. There you have it, Jamel Hill. Right. Tell you, catch me outside here on the Get Your Popcorn Ready podcast. All right. You just mentioned uh, your husband's license. Gun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> gun, gun owner, gun owner. <laughs> yes. Um, I have to say, congratulations. Thank you. Are yes. In order. Yeah. Congratulations. congratulations. Yep. Newly married to your now husband Ian Williams, right? Wallace. Wallace. Ian Wallace. Ian Wallace. Yes. Ian Shout out to Wallace. Ian Wallace. Ian Wallace. Yeah. Ian Wallace. My apologies, Ian. <laughs> so how how was I? I saw like that you was on your stories, <laughs> the, the photos, Instagram, the yeah, photos, yeah. the I'm video mad. we did. I, I, I thought, you know, I thought we had a bun. You know, I went on his see and hers. It, and see see hold on, oh, hold on. Hey. I thought we had a bun. You know, you know, I can sing too. You, you got, know, I sang to her. You, she don't remember. I do. You say wow. pretty brown eyes. Pretty brown eyes. Oh, oh, I remember yeah. this. Pretty brown eyes. <laughs> I mean, yeah. that must have hurt your. That must have hurt your ears. So I'm mad. I didn't get no invite, but it's cool. His family, See, you know what, what I mean? What was, was yeah, already the way that per plate worked? <laughs> <laughs> they only have room for fifteen hundred. The way that per plate worked, it's like it's cool, cool. I read. I read a meme too, just just before I came here, and it said, "If you're not invited, don't ask. Don't to go. ask. Yeah, don't ask to go. <laughs> don't ask to go. Truth? Yeah, ain't that the truth? <laughs> oh, okay, so I, I got to take take heed to that. Oh, for yeah. the for the for the vow renewal, for the vow renewal, I got yeah. you. All right, but cool. um, no, it was it was great. We had a beautiful ceremony. We got married. Mm-hmm. In Data Point, uh, California, yeah, um, nice. in Orange County, and down so, the road, yeah, mm-hmm. down the road, because it's actually where we had our our first date, and nice. uh, we're both from Detroit, both went to Michigan State, but I'm five years older because I'm a cougar, and so <laughs> <laughs> wow, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, okay. 2020, there you go, Ian, like shit, I got a good looking cougar though, cougar, Winnie, and she got money, <laughs> she got that ESPN money, oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> he was yeah. doing quite well no, without I'm me, just kidding, he I'm was just kidding. Good. So we um no, but it's it I never expected we met at homecoming, actually, at Michigan State's homecoming. Wow. We met at a tailgate. And nice. I never expected when we met that we, it would lead us all the way here. But um I was not one of those girls who like dreamed of, of the wedding and the picket fence and all that kind of thing. I, I would have been happy uh being unmarried. Mm. Yeah, I would have been okay with that. Like a life mm-hmm. partner? Um, no, I mean, I would have been, maybe, maybe, I guess, but it was just, marriage was not on my menu of things. Yeah, it it really wasn't. And so, um, for me, this is such a unexpected, but wonderful journey because Mm. you learn a lot about yourself when Mm -hmm. you're in this type of commitment. And mostly I think what I was able to see is first of all, seeing myself through his eyes, which has been very enlightening. And not only realizing superpowers I didn't know that I had, mm. but also understanding. See, y'all, you know what? Superpowers? I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, why did I even, why are you so I don't, chocolate? You're about I, to take I, this in a whole different direction. I, I, you about to take this I, in a totally woman is in the building, ladies and gentlemen. I wasn't going there. You the one saying, oh, I got, I got these superpowers I didn't know I had. You know you what? said it. I didn't sir, say it. Sir, I, I, am, I am referring to biblical things. I don't know. <laughs> 
what you talking about? Oh, I'm not. I'm, I'm trying to be a good Christian. You know what I'm oh, saying? Yeah. Oh, okay. This guy, this I heathen over nothing. here. He's a heat. Yes, he's this a heathen, heathen over here. Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh man. But no, I think what what you realize too is also you know places where you were broken that you didn't realize that mm. you were or places that. Um, you were flawed and you and you are with somebody who strengthens you in those areas. Mm-hmm. And that's what he's definitely done for me. And my life, uh, my professional life is is very chaotic at mm-hmm. times. So you and want stability at home. Yeah, I yep. do. I mean, as much as, look, it's great to argue with folks on Twitter. And even when I was at ESPN, around the horn, yeah, it's cool to do that. But I ain't trying to play around the horn at, horn at home. No, okay? no around the <laughs> home, like, no, like, no. I'm not no, trying not to do that. Right. It's like, I am, I'm very... Uh, he keeps if I have if my day is at a ten, he'll get me to a five. And awesome. it's like there's we just have such a cool, awesome, you know, relationship. And he yeah. is, you know, he's my best friend. And I think Good. that's an important part of How it. How long were you Absolutely. guys together before you um, well it was we were uh this now, let's see, we're in twenty twenty. This is now year five. And so, um yeah, oh no, this is year six, actually. Uh this will be year six. So uh, we were five before we got married, and mm. um, you know it was it, it's an interesting situation because like we were long distance until we both moved to LA, wow. and so we went from being long distance to moving in together, mm. and then three months later he proposed, oh, or two wow. months later he proposed. Oh, that's so those, 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 those <laughs> You know what? I, I'm saying two, I, I ain't even saying two that, months, but I'm just trying to put some shit together <laughs> yeah. here. You know what I mean? I'm trying to figure out what these superpowers I, come about. Because you haven't even addressed the superpowers in which you were so speaking of the early. Superpowers of which I was speaking <laughs> of was the ability, like when you've been on your own for as long as I was, and you're used to kind of operating. I'm, and I was raised the only child too, mm. so it has just been the the the, the, life. the universe of me, yeah, right? right. Yes, yeah. And what you realize is. And it's a requirement. Like when you're in a marriage, like the ability to sacrifice is a real thing. thing. And I don't mean like sacrifice, like material things. I mean, sacrificing parts of yourself or parts of your space, like Mm. a lot of things that you sacrifice. And Mm. what I learned and discovered in, in this relationship and definitely in this marriage is that the sacrifice is not a burden for me. It's something I actually look forward to doing. Mm-hmm. I like You're being... testing yourself. I like that it's not yep. all about me. Absolutely. I do. And it's he, like... He, say that again. I, I said I like that it's not all about see, me. It's possible, buddy. It's possible, <laughs> yeah. man. Listen, we'll listen, listen and we'll learn. Get to that. We'll get to that <laughs> and learn, man. I like you that it's not saying? all about me. Mm-hmm. I love uh, being able to, you know, be his support network and his backbone just as awesome. he is mine. Like, that's... It's the selfless parts of this mm-hmm. um, and the selflessness that I didn't even know that I had. That's mm-hmm. the superpower of uh, okay. heathen. So, <laughs> I'm, I'm, see, I'm writing it down. That's what I was referring to. I'm, reading, I'm writing it down. <laughs> is, is that that part of it? Um, it, it has been extremely, you know, rewarding. And mm-hmm. I think, you know, there. Look, as a single person, there's only so many things I could accumulate. It's only so many accomplishments I could have, right, or right. whatever have you. And it feels so gratifying for me to be able to share, share this life with, with somebody, somebody else. Yep, yep. Yeah. So with that, I said obviously, like you said, you could have had just a simple wedding, this and that and the other. But obviously for a woman, <laughs> wedding day is like the biggest That's the like day. The day. Uh-huh. So is there is there anything that you did like to what did you have to you know what every woman does before they go down the aisle they go go on some bench diet to try to fit their dress <laughs> all this because you want to look you, you want to look you want to look your best ever you want to look your best because this, this is the best day for the both of you it is so is there anything you did differently to kind of like 
you know, because I know already know he knows what you look like. Yeah, but to like you want to still shock little, him, step yeah. it up, yeah. right? Step yeah. it up a few notches. So, I, um, I've 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 gotten into yoga. I've been doing yoga now for probably maybe it's it's probably been close to ten years now. Mm. But I do hot yoga, right? Mm, like I love yeah, hot yoga. Man. I that, need to do something dude, intense. I need he got, it. He got I hips like the, the Tin Man. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> he got <laughs> hips like a Tin Man. Facts. So yeah, I, I, I know it. what you think. So like when I like. Over the years, I've had to do like photo shoots or get ready for something. Like my trainer basically told me a lot of things like I wouldn't even never thought to do just to like the night before getting ready for a photo shoot, especially like eating healthy fruits, things of that nature. Right. Like he told me one night because I, t- I had a shoot and he goes, yo, don't eat anything late at night. Just make sure you eat a green apple. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why did he tell you that? Because he just wanted me to look ripped. Mm. And when I get on that photo shoot, like I said, very little water. So all the hydration, the water that I was oh, going to yeah. get. Oh, yeah. So you wouldn't, from, you wouldn't have oh, any water weight that right. you would say, ah. Exactly. Uh, but he, didn't, he didn't give you nothing for your face, though. No, but that was part yeah, of it. Yeah, that's, that's what you that's needed. Part of, you needed something part for of your face. Well, one of my uh, girls had told me that uh, to do this before, like, you know, if you're in a photo shoot to take pictures, and, and if that's the tone of the photo shoot is like for you to look uh, ripped, she was like, nah, do some push-ups. You know, she was mm. like, do some push-ups, like if you want the arms to pop, or if you want the legs, right, like yeah, do yeah. a few squats. Mm-hmm. She was like, you know, so that way they, they maximum. I was pop. like, okay. Yeah, right, right, yeah. But right. for me, no, I, I already, you know, regularly worked out, but I just took it to another level mm-hmm. um, where I was working out like five, six days a week. And mm-hmm. so, um, because, yeah, I mean, it was definitely like, I, I definitely want to tone and to, to slim down a little bit. Plus... It was sort of like I wanted to lose a few to kind of gain a few because we were going on, we honeymooned for a month. That's so, a honeymoon. Yeah, so That's I was not picking up yeah. married weight, no, nothing. <laughs> nothing nothing was happening for 30 no. days. I was like, I did all this for months, like, no. Mm. And so knowing that, that was why I was like, because on my honeymoon, I was like, I'm eating and so drinking you work, everything. So you worked out to eat later. Exactly. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That was my motivation. That's, binge, yeah. That's yeah, what binge, was my motivation. It was you like, look okay. good. You covered both bases. I was like, boom. Here what it, here's what it is. what it is. Which it was really odd because on, on my honeymoon, I think I'm about to gain like maybe two pounds. But I didn't start gaining weight till I got back, back here. Yeah. Right? And I was like, oh, that man. That happened. Yeah. So currently, uh, I'm, in, I'm in the gym. Back in the I'm gym. I'm back in the gym. Back at it like hardcore. Because uh, you know, I got some things I gotta look forward to this year. But no, I do I do hot yoga and I do um, you know Bikram because uh, mm-hmm. I like doing that. But I also do a lot of yoga bar and uh, sculpt. So Ooh, I like that it. That sculpt is no joke. It's no joke, and it's a, like in my yoga studio. I I've seen Jr. Smith goes to it. Alex Rodriguez, like mm-hmm. it's like some for real athletes that have been up in there, and and that shit is hard, oh, man. We no be joke. all in there like <laughs> hurting yourself. Woo! The sculpt, man, I took the the sculpt class. Like they have like different tiers of it. They have C1, C2. I go to Core Power. Oh, you go to Core Power? Yeah, I've been to Core Power before. You get in there, dog. You get in there with those tens. Mm -mm. Oh, y'all got tens? Bro, put some tens on them. Bro, and you 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 got the tens, but you don't want to look weak. And you got (laughs) women in there. Especially you. You you start shaking with tens in your hand. First of all, you want to try to maybe get a 15. (laughs) 10, dog. That sculpt is no joke. I won't even take a sculpt class. For real? No, it's too hard. There it it's is. too hard. I had one guy, he knew. I hated it. I went to it one time and I never went back. Never went back. I would go to all the other classes. He goes, T, you going to come back to my class? No, nope, sir. I'm not going back. It's <laughs> like, too hard. Man, that's <laughs> trying, to, trying to sneak that past hurt. class. <laughs> that shit hurts. Yeah. It uh, hurts. It's, <clears throat> I'm gonna stick with my uh, my fruits and veggies. I'm gonna... <laughs> That's it. There you, you have like, it, ladies and gentlemen. I know, and I know gentlemen. a vegetable that you don't like. 
Oh, you already huh. know what it is. Brussels sprouts. She don't even like Brussels, Brussels sprouts. Brussels is the That's boom. The, the, the main new vegetable now. What? Yeah, ve- yeah. You got to try. It's not the Brussels First sprouts of all, from twenty years ago. Y'all communists. I don't yeah. know what's wrong with y'all. Like Brussels sprouts are like the worst. Well, that, they I know used they used to be the they worst. They try to make Brussels sprouts the new kale. Yeah. It ain't happening. It ain't happening. <laughs> It Don't is. come on Kale's block I'm, Brussels sprouts. I, I'm, I'm going to get that t-shirt. Brussels sprouts. sprouts is the new, new kale. I got you one. <laughs> oh, no, no. I thought I, I'm going to get you the other one I have, which says, say no to Brussels sprouts. No, <laughs> no. I'm going to get Never. you one. Look, look, Brussels sprouts is the new I've kale. I've tried it every way. And somebody did bring up a good point to me about Brussels sprouts the other day that I hadn't considered. For a lot of people... Their parents and grandparents ruined Brussels sprouts because Absolutely. most times you probably grew up, they just boiled them uh, yeah, and put salt and pepper yeah, on them, and that it was, was it. Trash. Hated them, right? Yeah. So I was like, you know what? I, I'm gonna elevate my mind. I'm gonna try to try them in every way because I'm not the type of person I don't give up on food. Okay, I just don't. <laughs> like I just don't do it. It's gotta like if you tell me it's good, I, damn it, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it keep at it till it's good. Right, right. right. So I've had it sautéed. I've had it bacon wrapped. I have literally had Brussels sprouts every possible way. Because y'all Brussels sprout people no. kill me. Because every time I tell you I don't like them, you'll say, well, have try you had these, it? Right. Try these, right. Try these. Okay, let me. Roast, roast it. Crispy. crispy. Have you went all that? Have you, had all them, that. have you had them at Tao? Uh, no. There it is. That's all I'm just That's have all I'm, I'm, have have towel. Towel. That's okay. it. That's all I'm going to say. And that will change your mind. I'm telling you. But every time I ask somebody about what makes them good, y'all always add about 62 ingredients to them. They can't be that uh, good if you got to add all know. that shit to I, them. Yeah, I don't know what's in them, but it's, they good. I love it. And I hated them when I was all doing right. it. I love now, what's so. your favorite way to have Brussels sprouts? What's that? What's your favorite way to have Brussels sprouts? I like them crispy and crispy. roasted. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Right. Crispy and black like his face. Yep. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Jamel Hill on Get you Your Popcorn really, Ready really Podcast. <laughs> no, I... Stun <laughs> him. Stun <laughs> him. No, I got one more question. Okay. okay. I, what, you've been married, what, a few months now? Yeah. Yeah, we're in month four, I think. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. Before, I'm an old veteran. <laughs> this marriage game. And obviously, like I said, with marriage... Family, any any babies on the horizon? Oh, dude, really? <laughs> yeah, you know that's part of that's part of marriage life, uh, girl. I I know it is. Uh, that is. Would you uh, would you like kids? I like everybody's kids. No, oh. would you like your <laughs> own kids? Like everybody's kids. kids are great. Uh, that is a TBA conversation. So to be you know, announced. Uh, he doesn't know what that meant. To be uh, announced. <laughs> As a TBA, TBD, however it's you want to put it. Same thing. Um, okay. So you know, it's, it we. Um, you heard it right here. She's pregnant. Get your popcorn ready. Get your popcorn ready. My husband at home will be like, what? Right, what? <laughs> Can I go take that one clip? Uh, sorry, babe. Clip. Got something to tell you when I come home. <laughs> right, no, right, right. no. Um, but no, it's, it's a TBA. Um, okay, got you. Yeah, I'm not we, rushing anything. I was like, like, man, I just, like the marriage certificate right, ain't even She just had a honeymoon. But you know what I'm what? saying? I know your mama... Well, you going to give me some grandkids? Actually, mm-hmm. no. no. My mother is not like that. My mother. No. And maybe it's just because I was her only child. Only child. Yeah. Gotcha. But you, I, it could go either way because you would say, oh, you were her only child. She wants a whole More. lot of yeah. grandkids. But she has never pressured me into marriage and or children. What so. about grand, granddad life? No. 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 Okay. Both of my grandparents are gone. And okay. so it's like, I think, I don't think he's getting any pressure from his side, but I think they would. They would be more than okay with it. Yeah, yeah. So yes, his his mom has not been like, oh, you know, when are y'all gonna, right. you know, have some kids? But I think she would 
enjoy being a grandmother right, for sure. You. As with my mother, yeah, yeah. yeah. but no, not Russian, Russian, no, not Russian. Russian. Now my no, friends, on the other hand, woo Lord, I'm like, uh, whose ovaries are these? Right, <laughs> like they try to be God they, mama, aunties, oh my God, so many, aunties, so many babies, so many godparents. It's like they are, they are ready for some some child production, but oh there God. it is. You heard it here first, Jamel Hill, pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> we want to thank you so much, Jamel. I, 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 for one, I appreciate you coming on the show. Oh man, this was a pleasure uh, sitting yeah. with you both. Um, you know, I'm, I'm a rep. Uh, I, I will recommend some good therapists for y'all. You know, that will hopefully bring y'all together. We need. Well, Jesus. now you know who he is. Now you know who he is. Don't let him talk. I ain't. I'm not even listening. Cut his, cut his mic. Cut his mic off. Cut his mic off. And you. You need to stop running from this man. Look, play him in one on one. Okay, look, I tell you what, I will let you him. know the day I look, bust his head. I, 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 I will, I will you let you know. Come to the gym. If you win, you could. Shut what this you mean if? What you mean you if? Shut this conversation you said it right. down. I, I, I will shut it down. <laughs> He's trash. <laughs> Didn't I, I tell you what kind of anyway. hips this dude got? I already <laughs> know his man. This dude, <laughs> you know, what? you only got one wheel right now coming off of ACL. Dude, but thing, I can still beat you though. That's um, that's and that's dude. I'm gonna I'm I'm say I'm gonna look at this to the camera and uh -oh, I can still uh -oh. I can still beat you right now. Nobody heard that. Right now. Uh oh. That's the thing because uh -oh. I'm for real about mine. Uh oh. I told you, like I'm one of the. Bo Jackson, Deion Sanders, and we're, like, we're some of the best athletes. <laughs> we, it's not we. Right. No and we. you and Kobe, the two best scorers. You're yeah, two of the best scorers. No, we don't pass. We. No, me and Kobe, we just don't pass. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? I, I mean, said scores, best scores. Yeah, yeah, best yeah. Scores. Oh yeah, I can get buckets. <laughs> it's known. <laughs> okay. All you gotta do, you're a journalist. You can do your research. I, Nobody wants do your research. She was a columnist at one point. I have seen him play basketball. Thank you, but you ain't seen me play. I have not seen and, him play. That's a problem that's a, because if he was about anything, you would have already seen when? him. I'm not, I'm, I was, He's I'm not, not even invited. You're not an NBA. He's not even invited to any charity. Why? 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 First of all, he's not going to. Oh, he's not see. even a draw. He's not going to get no, no, no tickets. No nothing. <laughs> There's no draw to his name. <laughs> it's okay. It's all right. It's all right. Listening to you, man. Okay. Well, thank you, gentlemen, for having thank me. You. Good luck with everything. Appreciate it. Uh, look forward to listening to all the great interviews. Appreciate it. Absolutely. <laughs> all right. Thank you. All right. Yeah. So let's go into our, uh, our three and out segment uh, <laughs> regarding some of the things we took away from the show uh, with Jamel Hill. Um, I thought one of the things that, of course, I like about our show and what we do, of course, is how sports, how, her perspective on how sports brings everybody together. You know, yeah. again, the, the arenas that, you know, there it's 70,000 people. They're rooting for the same team. Like I said, they leave that arena and yeah. they don't know each other. They don't different like each other. Different backgrounds, ethnicities, right, right. different religions, mm -hmm. views, mm -hmm. all of that. But, but when they're in there. <laughs> that one common thing yep. of sports. Yeah. Everybody's together yeah. during the hours yeah, yeah. that that game is being played. It's amazing. How we it's like as a society how we just can't stay there. Can't stay in that, you know, that realm of positive, you know, positiveness and camaraderie. Um we just again, you leave that arena and like you kind of go back to being who you are, but again, for that moment it is what it is. I love it. Yeah, I think, what was the other one uh I guess that was the power of columnists um mm -hmm. where again she can give her opinion. Mm -hmm. Um about whomever or whatever mm -hmm. and have to face that 
right. that athlete. Right. Or she was, she was confident that she was being real enough to face that a- athlete. Right. Again, she wasn't putting something out there that she had never uh, looked up or researched or background checked. Like she could put it out there. She was confident in her, you know, in her skill of finding out the truth or where, the, where it came from right. and kind of taking advantage of that situation in a good way. So yeah. again, that's respectful. You know how we talk about journalists. Some people don't do their homework. No. Some, um, you know, unfortunately out there, <laughs> you know, we some journalists don't do their homework. And again, so coming from her, that's a, un, a refreshing perspective. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I like how she bet on herself. Pretty much again, how she left ESPN. She didn't right. get fired as you right. know as. I'm sure but again, that's how it is. That's how media, you know, they'll spin it. Yeah, will spin it that she got fired. Right. And you heard it here, uh, and she said she left. Mm-hmm. With, with a, a check, check. <laughs> with yeah. a check, facts. Um, so, and, and that lets you know, like I said, you know, she did the right thing for her, and clearly, mm-hmm. you know, there was some something improper going on that she left right. with a check. Right, right, right. Yeah, she. I said she didn't get fired. So, right. I mean, her. Like I said, if you're positive in your own abilities, that you're going to be able to move on and go upward from. ESPN, which right. everybody thinks like you're going to go down, but no, she's doing right. fine. Right, bigger she's writing for the Atlantic. Big, right, has her own podcast. Yeah, on to bigger and better things. Right. Jamel Hill is yeah. unbothered. Yep, her own podcast. Right. Yep. So again, she's doing great. Thanks for coming f- to the show today, Jamel Hill. Appreciate you. Right now, join us next time on Get Your Popcorn Ready Podcast. Yep, yep. I'm bringing you a basket of Brussels sprouts. <laughs> <laughs> Yeet. Yep, yep. Hey, make sure you guys subscribe to the Himalaya app or wherever you get your podcast. Be sure to swipe up, subscribe, and share, people, because y'all know how I do it. Sharing, Sharing is caring. caring. Sharing is caring. Subscribe to on the Himalaya app or wherever you get your podcast. Swipe up. It's happening daily. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. Time is short before something big happens, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure four-week emergency food kits for each member of your family. Each kit contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $50 on each four-week food kit you purchase. Plus, get free shipping on Ready Hour four-week emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour foods. At My Patriot Supply, you can also get solar power generators, water filtration units, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m., and your unmarked boxes ship the same day. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com